Prince Remembered from The Current. It's uh, it's Jim McGuinn from The Current and Robin Robinson from MSP, arts, hey. arts and Culture Director. Arts and Culture Director. Yes. And uh, we both have some wacky Prince stories just from being in Minnesota in the media over the last couple of decades. Um, it's and- amazing how, you know, you get that phone call from Paisley Park and it's just, oh, you're just so excited. Yeah. You know, and he gets after, I don't know if you did this, but it was always this kind of like good fellows. Uh, you make the call to somebody else who says, okay, we'll get them on the phone. You wait five minutes, you call another number, and then there's Prince. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, you're excited anytime that you feel that you're on the inside, that mm-hmm. he's giving you something really juicy that nobody else is going to get. And you wait and you wait and you think this is going to be the one that's going to put the station on the map and BBC is going to call and mm-hmm. everybody from around the world. And then you get duped. So you had, you <laughs> had the honor of uh, receiving the Vikings song from it, Prince. It is still painful. And yes. launching that record into the stratosphere or Does not. anybody even play that? No one plays that. I think no. people just kind of got really quiet on that one. You know, when you, when you get the, that silence. What, what was it? Pur- Purple and Gold? Is that what the song Purple was called? Purple and Gold. Yeah. And you know, I got a phone call from his staff and said, you know, Prince wants to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those late night phone calls mm-hmm. that come in. And so I hadn't talked to him in a while. So I was really excited to hear from him. You know, we kind of went on a lull. You know, you can't ride that Prince train mm-hmm. all the time. And so he had gone off, I think. You know, he wasn't living in he the moved city to LA anymore. And then he came back. It was right. right after he came back from LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was nice to hear from him. And it was great to hear that he had something new and that he was excited about. And so he, he said he had gone to a Vikings game, a couple Vikings games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Prince was always associated with uh, basketball and North High School polars and that he was a phenomena. And of course, Dave Chappelle made him famous after mm-hmm. that. So most people weren't checking them for football. Game blouses. Game blouses. Yeah. There's another story behind that I'll tell you later. But, uh, Ooh. It, yeah, it's, it's a good one. But, uh, you know, he calls and he's like, I, I'm really psyched by Vikings football. It was amazing. The crowd, the sound, the games. And I wrote a song and I want you to play it. And I'm just feeling like, you know, the beams of heaven have opened up on Mm -hmm. me. Yes, Prince is giving me an original tune to play on the air. We have it first. Yes, I am so psyched. And so finally, here's the day. He gives us the song. And honestly, it was nothing that I expected. And it, you know, you're expecting this slamming bass line funk it's going to be amazing. People are going to be singing this the whole Super Bowl. It's going to be just a jam. It's going to be a massively funky jam. That was it's not so a good song. It's and, so and, awful. Yeah, not a pump you up song. It is not a pump you up no. song. You know. But how is how funny is it, or or not funny, but how interesting is it that now you know everybody's using "Let's Go Crazy" for every goal that the Wilds score? You know, it's uh, it's become like a sports. It's, rock anthem. Yeah, it's a rock anthem. It's going to be like the white stripes all around the world. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think it's, you know, I'm so glad that people are going to remember Prince forever and ever and ever, but I really don't want them to remember the purple and gold because no. that was not the seminal song for, for Prince. But, it, you know, he, he did love sports. He loved this yeah. town. He he loved everything about it. And so, you know, give him an E for effort on that one. He can take yeah. a knee on that one. 
Well, it was around the same time that uh, uh, he reached out to us at The Current uh, when he had moved back from L.A. I and he, dis- he discovered us. And he yeah. he he, uh, he came to our birthday party, which was amazing. Uh, right. You know? And, and uh and you know the 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 amazing thing he said was is I, I you know I thanked him for coming. He said, "Well, I, I'm here because of what you guys do for the community." He didn't know any of the artists. He didn't you no. know I was asking him. You know he, he just he came out because he knew that him showing up meant something. I'm glad you said that. Say that over and over again to those people who love Bob Dylan. I I think Dylan's a genius and mm-hmm. he's going to remember forever. But this man loved his community. Prince yeah. loved his community. He loved what he called the new. Yeah. And he knew he could come back home anytime he wanted to and get that injection of the new. Yeah. And vibe off of it and then create new music and invite everybody out to Paisley Park to listen to totally. it. Totally. And so he did appreciate everything that you guys do because it's not the typical roster of music. He didn't want to hear the lineup. In fact, he called me one night because he was upset that some folks in town were using his music. Uh, and he didn't like the fact that he turned on the radio and all he heard were these pop hits that he made years ago he, mm-hmm. he you know as you know towards the end of his career he didn't play the full songs he played medleys mm-hmm. of those songs and he he tired of them he wanted to hear something new and yeah. so that's what the current brought for him and you know he liked going out and hearing all these new acts he would pop up he that was his mo pretty much all the time he'd pop up in places where new music was being played yeah he may have heard the, the music on the station and so then all of a sudden he wants to come out and hear it yeah and and he was really good about that you know you would get uh, from my younger friends, they would you know, it would be like this huge texting, tweeting, Twitter freakout that Prince would show up mm-hmm. at you know a show that he wanted to hear because either Gangs was playing yeah. or, or yeah. somebody was playing that he really wanted to hear. But that that's that's a sign of a man who really loved what was happening in his community and really loved being in Minnesota. He loved being a Minnesotan. Yeah. Yeah, and we we had a similar experience where uh, you know I I got the phone call where an assistant called and said, "Is this your cell phone?" I'm like, "Yeah, you always call my cell phone." Then another person called, "Is this your cell phone?" And then finally they said, "Your phone's going to ring. It's going to be a three digit number that's untraceable." Tootie's yeah. calling for Polly. Yeah, that, basically, it's that's like, you know from Goodfellas. that's when it's Prince, you know, yeah. and it's like, "Uh oh, there's a three digit call." Yeah, it's him. And then you get nervous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then uh, you know he he gave us a couple of songs and and some of them were all right, but but some of them <laughs> weren't that great either. And you know we had the honor of bringing those songs into the world, and uh, it, it was always a thrill. The other thing that happened with Prince, it was always a thrill, but it would always freak us out when when um, we would get some music from Paisley Park, and they'd say, "Well, what time are you going to play this?" Exactly what time? Yeah. And at that point, we're like, oh, they're asking that question twice because that means Prince is going to be listening listening. to the radio at that moment. So that kind of like, you know, I'm doing a radio show, but at any point, Prince might be listening. Always kind of freaked us out. I'm going to tell you a story uh, from Auntie Robin's Rock and Roll Fables uh, about Prince. And uh, I have not admitted to this ever on the air, but I'm going to do it now. All right. So we got the opportunity after doing... Uh, uh, this is at Fox. This is at Fox. Okay. Uh, I had a talk show uh, back in the early, late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, he was still married to Maite at the time. Mm-hmm. And Maite and I had become friends uh, through various folks in their entourage. I, I dated a couple folks in his band, and <laughs> I will say. And so we, kept, we became friends. And she told me that Prince was going to let her have a dance company, and she danced to his music. Mm-hmm. And so um, I asked her for an interview. It happened. It was nerve-wracking. 
because he really didn't want her to do it. Um, I found out later that he stood up on a balcony and listened to the whole thing uh, in a corner. Uh, And so when it came out, he liked it. But getting to that point was crazy because, like you said, Mm -hmm. he wanted to know exactly when it was going to air. And so he asked for the completed video first. And I knew that if he saw it and he didn't like it, it would never make air. Yeah. You know, Prince was litigious. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't like things. He's going to sue you. Yeah. So this is going through my head the whole time is that Prince is, you know, going to see this. Yeah. And what if he doesn't like it? I don't have a show. My bosses are going to kill me because they can't fill an hour with, yeah. of nothing. So I lied to Prince. Mm. Uh, they kept calling and his assistant said, you know, we'd like a copy yeah. of the Where's video. The tape, right? And I said, it's not there. Oh, we sent it by courier a lot. I, I'm going to have to call the courier because I just have no idea where it could ha- it could be. I, I'm sorry, it's not there yet. And I think I did it three times. Just, you know what? That's it. I'm calling. We are not using this courier service again. We're just not going to use it. I just couldn't let them have that video. Sorry, it's got to air right now. It's, I'm sorry. It's air. And I, yeah. I just waited, and it went on the air without. They liked it, and they liked it, and thank goodness. And that's how I got my first interview with him. That's awesome. Yeah. So I lied to Prince. There you go. <laughs> we uh, we did a thing one time where we were trying to think of something just fun and playful, right? Mm-hmm. And we got on this idea of when it snowed an inch at Paisley Park, we would we would launch a Prince A to Z on our local current stream. Yeah. And we sort of sent the idea past Paisley Park, not knowing what they would think, and turns out he loved it. He thought it was really fun. Yeah. So we ran with it and we had this promo. We're like, when is it going to snow? As soon as it snows, we're going <laughs> to we're going to go all prints on local current. I ended up being the sort of doing the the voice work for that A to Z, yeah. you know, t- leading the listeners through it. And so finally it snowed. It was like December 1st, you know, 2015 <laughs> or whatever. And we ran, we started running the A to Z and Prince was listening and he started tweeting about it. Which was mind blowing. You know, it's like, oh my God, Prince mentioned me in a tweet, you know, whatever. But we had told them, well, we're going to air it twice. We're going to do it and then we're going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And we're on like the next to last song. And it's like, Prince doesn't want you to do it twice. (gasps) Like, what do you do? We have to have programming. It's all programmed. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, Please don't do it twice. If you want to maintain a relation a friendship, and I was like And you have to worry about that. And you're worried about it. So we were like, all right. We'll what stop. Do we do? After we did the announced, we were going to do it twice. So we had to stop and pull it. Oh and and goodness. I think the fans understood because we sort of said, well, we decided we were encouraged to not do this a second time. And pe- <laughs> people just knew, they immediately knew. Well, like, he said, don't like, do it. Oh, that was Prince, wasn't yeah. it? Well, yeah. you knew. He endorsed I mean, it, but, you know. Yeah. And he was like, ah, that was cool, but it was enough. And I, could, yeah, I, I, I totally respected that. I was like, I get it. That's fine. Wish you had said that. Yeah. A few hours earlier, but you know, there was a night I told Prince I didn't like his latest album. Ooh, how'd that go? Um, he took it pretty well, really. Uh, well, he you know, you don't set yourself up for it, yeah. He invites us out to Paisley Park, yeah. Uh, he had just come down to the depot when uh JG Everest was with the Sensational Joint Chiefs, and they did this freeloaded Wednesday where all the artists in the Twin Cities would get together and jam on Wednesdays. Uh, and it was a DJ, it was uh, uh, DJ uh, Jesus Juice and a bunch of other people that were down there. And I had talked to his attorney, uh, Londell McMillan. Mm-hmm. And he said, so what are you doing tonight? I said, uh, I'm going to, down to the depot. And he goes, well, we're going to uh, South Beach when that was still in existence. And I said, nobody goes to South Beach. 
Everybody goes to Freeload at Wednesdays. And he goes, what's that? And I told him. And so we're sitting in the, the club, and all of a sudden this big stretch limo pulls up. And so Prince jumps out, comes in, listens to the music, gets up on stage and jams with everybody, then says, tell her to come to Paisley Park. So go out to Paisley Park. So we're sitting around, and he, he uh, was playing Emancipation. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, so you listen to any good music right now? I said, yeah, I'm listening to really good music right now. The Twin Cities is blowing up with great music. And he said, uh, so what would you say is your favorite album? And I said, Brother, Son, Sister, Moon, Paul Robb, Information Society, Barbara Cohen. And so he, say, he said, would you say that's the best album you've heard all year? Hoping that I would say, no, it's Emancipation, Prince. And I said, yeah, I think it's better than anything else that's out there right now. The room got silent. And he goes, you got a copy of that? I said, yeah. So I go out to my car. I get the CD. Get the CD. I get, and, and so here's how stupid I am. And I did this to him twice. You'd think I'd learn. Just as I'm getting ready to put it in his hand, mm-hmm. and he has it, the momentary thought came to me. is like, he's rich. This, this cost me 14 bucks. <laughs> and so I went, and pulled it back up out of his hand. I said, no, you can't have it. I'll let you listen to it. And then I handed it to him. And he just blinked at me and went, okay. And then he listened to it. And he came back, thanks. And that he was it. it back. And he gave it back. He, he asked to borrow some sunglasses of mine just before he went out on stage. And they were little purple round sunglasses that I wore into his concert. Mm-hmm. And he's like, can I wear your glasses? And I said, okay. And as I took them off, I said to myself, now, wait a minute. These glasses cost you $200. He's rich. And just as he had them in his hand, I snatched them back out of his hand. I was like, you're going to spin, and they're going to fly into the crowd, and now some girl has my glasses. So no. And he just went, okay. And that was it. <laughs> I said a lot of stupid stuff to Prince that I shouldn't have said. Well, maybe that's but why he, you got to say he, things to he, Prince. He as was you were, cool with me, and you know, he, was, he was fine. You told him the truth. I told him the truth, right. and he liked the truth. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I didn't tell him the truth about that Viking song, though. That was awful. <laughs> that was awful. It is Robin Robinson and uh, Jim McGuinn talking Prince yep. and some of the, I, I was going to say wacky, but I would say Not more wacky. like incredible experiences. Incredible that, human experiences that you have with Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, if there's one thing that we've learned uh, that we were, for, both of us were fortunate to learn in, in, in his life, but also I think the world has learned even more since he's passed how human Prince was. He was very human. You yeah. know, I think I cried when I went online and saw those last pictures of him riding his bike around. Yeah. Because that was Prince. He yeah. rode his bike around. Yeah. Showed up at clubs. Yeah. You know, ran out for macaroni and cheese and wrecked a car. That was Prince. <laughs> <laughs> it is Robin Robinson and Jim hey. McGuinn. And uh, you're listening to The Current.